A crowd of friends, family, and fellow bicyclists gathered at the City Market Park Sunday, April 14th to commemorate the life of Anthony Saluto as a ghost bike rack was installed in his memory. Anthony's family said the park is a great spot for the bike rack because his love for the City Market. Anthony also used to work as a barista at Opera House Coffee just around the corner. Anthony was struck and killed while riding his bicycle on Independence Avenue Sunday, April 3rd, 2016. His mother said Anthony was riding to the city market to meet up with friends and watch Royals game. The Saluto family was kind enough to do an exclusive interview with the Northeast News to talk about Anthony, his memory, and what the ghost bike rack means to them as a family. Well, let's go ahead and start off. Let's just do some introductions um, just for all of our listeners to kind of get familiar with you guys so we can start here and work our way around. All right, um, I'm Johnny. I'm Anthony's youngest brother. I'm Alyssa, and I'm his sister. I'm Kylie, and I'm his niece. I'm Maya, and I'm his niece. Matthew, his brother. And I'm Lori. I'm his mom. Wonderful. Well, we are so thankful to have the whole family here today. Uh, We're going to be talking a little bit about the event that's going on next week with Bike Walk KC. So I kind of want to talk a little bit about how the idea got started, and then we can move on into some of your favorite memories and talking a little bit more about Anthony. So how did that event come about? Well, um, I just was talking to Matthew one day, and Mm -hmm. he said, Mom, you know, he said that he had been talking to someone, and they had been saying something about maybe trying to save up enough money to to have a park bench made. You know how they'll make those park bench mm-hmm. that say in memory of so-and-so right. and, okay. and have it put, you know, in the place that Anthony was killed. And I thought, it's a great idea, but I haven't been past that place since Anthony was killed. I yeah. just, I can't do it. Yeah. I was like, well, you know, that's a great idea. I said, you know, we should see about doing that. So, I know what it was. I wanted to put a, I think there was a bus stop right there. And, you know, yeah. there used to be a uh, apartment complex. And Anthony knew a lot of people there because he would mm-hmm. ride that way to go to work or whatever. They were actually, like, very heartbroken because it happened right in front of everyone when he was mm-hmm. hit. You know, they saw the whole thing. They saw that um, his body was just left in the, in the road and the police weren't covering him up. So, actually, somebody came and got a, uh, a sheet from the house and covered him up because they're, you know, it's just disrespectful is what they told us. And so we just went to the apartment building and started asking questions. What happened? Mm-hmm. Did anybody see anything? And I couldn't believe how many people actually knew him. They called him the Candy Man because <laughs> he always brought candy for That's kids. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> now, did he live in this area? Where did he uh-huh. live? Yeah, uh, down there by, I believe it's, yeah, over oh, there kind of by the, the ravine almost. Do you know what Pearl's? hair salon is so there's um the brick apartment buildings on the same side of the street we're right before the curve that sharp okay curve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. okay yeah he lived down over there okay yeah um i know there's disc golf over there <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah that's where he lived and he worked of course at the opera house down on the on the uh, city market and that's why he moved over here so that he could just ride his bicycle down there yeah and you know i just I never understood why he had to ride his bike. I mean, he had a perfectly good car that he could drive, but he just insisted on riding his bike. He rode everywhere. Mm-hmm. He rode a motorcycle too. He never rode that. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit more about how you collaborated with Bike Walk KC to kind of get this. Well, I w- had been talking to Howard, their their uncle Howard, about how Matthew had wanted to put the park bench 
over by where Anthony had been killed. I said, but I, I just really don't know who I would contact or how I would go about having this done. And, you know, my kids all work. So I was talking to their uncle Howard, and he said, well, you know, he said, let me get you in touch with these people I know at Bike Walk Kansas City. They could probably help you out. That's how I got in touch with, with them. Now, I don't know how he knew them. They knew about a company that, that does the bike rack memorial type things. You know, I showed it to my kids, and I was like, this is really cool. And they said we could basically have it made any way we wanted it. My niece had a tattoo on her back, and I said, can we have it made like this? And they were like, yeah, we can have it done like that. That's okay. the way we had it done. Why yeah. did you choose City Market Park? We had wanted to put it right in front of the um, opera house, but we couldn't get anybody from the opera house to return our calls. And so Michael Kelly from Bike Walk Kansas City said, well, why don't we get in touch with the city market and maybe we can find some place on the city market to put it. Because when Anthony was killed, he was actually on his way to the city market. Um, it was opening day of the Royals, and he was on his way down there to meet friends so they could watch the game. So I thought, why not? I mean, that's, he left the city market. So we went down for a meeting with two of the people who manage the property down there. Michael Kelly says, well, Lori, why don't you tell them about Anthony? So I said, well, I'm Lori Lomas. I'm Anthony Saluto's mother. And, and uh, they said, yeah, we know Anthony Saluto. And I was like, what? You did? And they said, yeah, we knew him for a long time. We were friends of his. I was like, oh my God, you can't be serious. And they said, yeah, we were friends for, of his for a long time. We knew him very well. We loved him. We showed him pictures of the uh, bike rack. We were hoping that we could possibly have the bike rack put somewhere on the city market. And, and the one girl said, oh, you're kidding. And I said, oh my gosh, we would be so honored. Because the other people from the uh, opera house just wouldn't even return my call. So, so you originally wanted it outside the opera house. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, because that's where Anthony had worked for I don't know how long. You know, when he was killed, the opera house completely shut down for like two days. And I thought they would love the idea. What did he do there? He was a barista. But the ladies from the management company said, yeah, walk around. Pick, I don't know, four or five spots and put them in the order of what you like and we'll see what we can do. There was really only two places that I wanted. And the first one was in the park. And the reason I, I chose that spot was because it was so quiet and so calm. And I don't know, it just it just was really nice. And, and when you sit on the park bench that the bike rack is going to be next to, the view is of the city and it just is really cool. It's very sweet. Yeah, that picture you showed us was really nice. Beautiful view of the city. So I kind of want to talk a little bit about his life and maybe some of your favorite memories or anything that you want to say just in honor of kind of who he was. And What did you want to say about him, Kylie? Well, one of the only memories I remember was me and him sitting in our Grandma Saluto's couch playing with these cards. That's all I remember. <laughs> playing with cards? Yeah. How old were you? I was about six. Yeah. The kids were always pestering him. Because I didn't get to see him very often. He was always working. Yeah. He was always working or traveling around. Before he moved back, he was in Arizona, and then wasn't he in Oregon for a while? Washington. Washington. Yeah. Lived in L.A. for a little while. I'll tell you one kind of story that was just such a blessing in disguise. I uh, was wrongfully fired from my job. I was so mad about it, you know, and I with the union and fighting with the union, and nothing was working out. And I was like, I'm going to take advantage of this, you know. I've got time off. I'm not looking for a job, so I come down to the old neighborhood, see Grandma, and 
I started calling Anthony, and every Thursday we decided every Thursday we're going to meet at Grandma's. We're going to get anything done that she needs done. And then, you know, we can, if it's nice outside, we'll go play some disc golf or we'll just hang out and we'll go do something. So I spent like two months or something every Thursday with Anthony, you know, just hanging out or maybe having some beers, getting on top of his apartment building and just staying there till <laughs> three o'clock in the morning, you know. And I, I eventually got my job back, but it was like, oh my gosh, I spent so much time with him. And like she said, he's always at work or he's always in another state. Our relationship kind of went to nothing for a while. And then all of a sudden, boom, we're back together. We're hanging out. We're having fun. I'm so glad I lost my job. <laughs> yeah, I remember I didn't really get to see him very much either because I live out in Lawrence, and I'm working all the time. So he's working all the time. There's never get to see each other. But I, I believe it was the Sunday before he died. We were out, out here for some reason. I don't remember why. Just randomly, we were all like, hey, let's go to the Home and Garden show at Bartle Hall. Oh, that's right. I was with you. <laughs> and I was like, I was thinking, I don't want to go to this dang show. This sounds so boring. <laughs> but we went. We had a really good time. Took some pictures at a random photo booth. And, you know, it was it was a lot of fun hanging out with Anthony. And then didn't, didn't even realize that at the time, but that was the last time I saw him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I'm so glad we did that. Yep, I was too. And Anthony said, come on, let's go by my apartment. You guys haven't seen my new apartment. So we went yeah. by his apartment. And we're standing there and looking around, and he grabs his hat. And he said, here you go, Johnny. This is, I've had this thing for so long. I've been waiting so long to give this to you. And I know it's not your birthday, but I can't stand it yeah. anymore. It's your birthday present. And Johnny's <laughs> birthday's not till the end of June. Oh. <laughs> it's but just I, crazy because he wouldn't have gotten to give it to me otherwise. Yeah, we, we wouldn't have known who it was for, or, you know, yeah. that it was Johnny's birthday present or anything, you know. It was like a, a Nintendo hat or something. And yeah. <laughs> I always loved Nintendo as a child. Yeah. So, Not as a child. I still do. <laughs> <laughs> and and Alyssa, Alyssa's husband, they all grew up. There's a, like a whole bunch of kids that grew up together in our church. Mm-hmm. And Alyssa's husband, Casey, was Anthony's best friend. <laughs> he says the only reason why he became friends with Anthony is because he wanted to be close to Alyssa. <laughs> We've had many discussions how I'm just the female version of Anthony. (laughs) 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 Anthony had hair down here, and oh my god, it was beautiful. And Alyssa used to say, Why does Anthony have to have the pretty hair? And then when he was in Arizona, he was doing. He's running a marathon. He had little running shorts on, and I think he would even shaved his legs just to see, like, you know, <laughs> one of those things. Like, okay, that sounds like right him. And so he posted a picture of himself in these little running shorts, and I was like, "It's not fair. You got the good hair and the good legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's life is not fair." <laughs> well, I know there's a lot of people in the community that knew him. Um, what kind of impact do you think maybe he had on just, I would say, just his circle of people around him? Well, when you say around him, it wasn't just the community. I mean, it didn't matter where he was because he'd be anywhere. He didn't care what area he was in. He would go up to whoever caught his eye. He'd walk up to you and introduce himself. And he used to have an apartment with this guy named Jeremiah. And he told me, he said, I I would come home from work and I'd never know who Anthony had brought home. (laughs) You know, Anthony would introduce himself to strangers all the time and bring them home. 
who was it? Was it, it was, I don't know Anthony was involved. Was it you, Johnny, that went to the plaza, held a sign saying free hugs or something oh. like that? No, that but was, I wanted to. That was me and Anthony and Sassy and Anna. Okay. Anna had the video camera. Yeah. And so we were holding up signs and we were walking around the plaza doing free hugs. But I think um, I got a lot of messages from people like in Arizona from friends mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. weren't able to make it from the fu- or to the funeral. Mm-hmm. And they were all saying... It was basically all the same thing. Like I remember this one night where we just sat up talking, and it meant so much. And he, it just seemed like everybody said he was a great listening ear, and he never judged. He always made me feel um, accepted and loved, and you know, it was just somebody to talk to. Yeah. So. Dude, I was so mean to Anthony. God. Oh my god, <laughs> was he was time. so mean to Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> he fell asleep first, so first we antiqued him. You know, that's when you take the the flower and you just throw it on them, make them the gold. You know, <laughs> that turned into now. Let's see what can we do to you next. <laughs> so he ended up in a dress with makeup on, <laughs> and then we locked him outside. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, poor kid. <laughs> I remember you guys trying to use the eye eyelash curler on him, and you kept getting his eye his uh, <laughs> yeah, eyelid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's dangerous. That's a dangerous tool. <laughs> <laughs> they were so terribly mean. <laughs> Johnny was mean to Anthony when Johnny we were younger. Was. Johnny wanted to be a pro wrestler, mm-hmm. and so Matthew'd be like, "Okay, go practice your moves on Anthony," and he would he'd give him bloody noses, and one time he made his ear bleed. It got so bad. <laughs> Yeah, that's when I stopped beating him up was when Johnny was born. <laughs> like, I've got somebody else to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all the mean stuff I used to do them, it was always still Matthew and Anthony. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Uh-huh. So tell us a little bit about um, kind of what this means to you and just his memory. It's a place not sad to go to kind of remember him, like mm-hmm. a, you know, beside the cemetery. And honestly, I haven't been to the cemetery in over a year i just i I honestly cannot get myself to go anymore yeah i don't know how long it's been for you guys but it's just really hard but you know with having the the bike rack put up it's a happy place it's a useful place Mm -hmm. you know it's it's not a place to go and mourn friends of anthony's uh but somebody in one of the bike groups had some little stickers made up that said, Anthony Saluto, right into paradise. Then my niece had it put on her back. While we were preparing for the funeral and everything, I had gone with their dad and their grandmother to the cemetery to see about having the grave opened. Because Anthony is buried in the same grave as their older sister. So we were there seen about having the grave opened up. Uh, I got a call from this guy about a job. So I started working at this assisted living place after everything was over. And uh, I had been working there about a year. Somebody posted something on Facebook about Anthony. And I'm sitting there at my desk and I'm just looking at it. And I, I just I just started crying, you know. And one of the girls came walking in and she said, Okay, what's wrong? I just couldn't even hardly speak. I just handed her my phone, and she goes, I knew I knew that guy. Uh, Because there was a picture of the bike. Uh, Behind the bike was the porch that it was in front of, of the apartment that it's in front of. And she goes, you see that porch right there? And I said, yeah. And she goes, that's the porch of my house. I said, you're (laughs) kidding. And she said, no. She goes, I knew him. They had met on the bus one day. He, he was on the bus going to work, 
And she got on the bus, and she said she was big, huge, and pregnant. And she said the bus was full. And she got on, and Anthony was standing up. He, he already didn't have a seat. But she said there was another guy sitting down. She got on. Anthony looked at this guy and said, Dude, she's pregnant. Get up and let her sit down. And she said from that day on, they were friends. And she said he would ride his bike on the way to work and coming home. And he would stop at her house every day. And they would talk. And he would bring her girls candy, you know. And, and he got to know all the people in that neighborhood. And they all just loved him. She said the day that he had gotten killed, she said they were all sitting out on their porches. And they all saw it happen. She said, I told you I knew your son. She said, I just, I showed her a picture of him. I don't know, for some reason it just didn't click who he, who he was. But I thought that was so weird that we ended up working together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because this happened, of course, on Independence Avenue. And where we worked was clear out 127th and Antioch, Overland Park. Okay, is there any last comments anybody wants to make? Yeah, I you know, as many people as we can get to come down and, you know, honor Anthony. I mean, it, it really and truly upsets me that the guy that killed him only got 120 days. He didn't really even go to prison. He just went to this one uh, mental health yeah. place. I don't know how you cough on that. Yeah. Does it make any sense? I mean, I, I, I tried my best. Michael Kelly gave a tremendous speech but but even, you know even in the press release they mentioned his name and I I told him I said you take his name out of there I don't want his name mentioned in there period yeah his 15 minutes of fame are over yeah we need to get this information out to the public that this is what's going on people are getting high and drunk and killing other people and no punishment there's no punishment whatsoever. Go out there, get drunk, kill people. Nothing's going to happen to you. Not a thing. Something needs to be done about this. This is not right. It doesn't. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. No punishment for killing someone. But my only consolation is he's got to live with that for the rest of his life. And, like, you know, thinking about what if Anthony was here and he had a say in it, I don't think he'd want to see him rot in jail. I think he'd want to see him pull his life together and not waste his life away. Because Anthony was not a vengeful mm-hmm. or grunge, you know, he was very forgiving, very accepting, so. The night that happened, and Dad calls me, and I was like, no, he's just for that city. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you have to have a key to get in the front door to even get to the steps to go to his apartment. So I just climbed to get to his, <laughs> <laughs> his apartment. And I accidentally was banging on the wrong door. Oh, my God! In the middle of the night, I'm like, where'd go? I'm like, Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Their dad called and said, you guys need to come to grandmother's house now. And uh, it was 10.30 at night, and I was like, uh-oh, it's grandmother calling me, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And it was Eva, and she said, uh, I said, well, what, just tell me what's going on. So I, somebody got her, okay, well, I, you know, I've got an hour-long drive, why don't you tell me what's going on so I can just meet you at the hospital? She said, well, it was Anthony. Tell me what hospital he's at so I can just meet you there and I'll call it a rail so you guys, you know, because we've got an hour drive at least. And she said, well, there was an accident and, and they have him. I said, oh, what? 
they have them. The police have them. And I was like, what? Yeah, so she was like, they have them. Okay, do you understand me? They have them. And I said, but um, the police didn't find an ID or something, or his backpack was missing. So they found him on Facebook, found the last name Saludo, and then went to my grandmother's house because it was Saludo. It was another Saludo as well. Yeah, I, I didn't believe it either. Anthony was like one of the nicest people you ever want to meet. And you know what? He was such a nice guy. He literally would give you the shirt off his back. And the reason I know this to be true is because when we had to go empty out his um, his apartment, I was looking for this shirt because we were going to wear either chief shirt or royal shirt to the memorial. And I looked and looked for that shirt and his apartment could not find it. So I was standing talking to some of the guys that were his friends, you know, and this guy says, you mean that, that blue royal shirt he used to wear? And I said, yeah. And he goes, I have that shirt. And I said, you do? He said, yeah, it was the first day that I met Anthony. I didn't know Anthony from nobody. We were standing there talking about the royals, and I was saying how I was going to my very first royals game, and boy, I wish I had a royal shirt. Anthony was standing there wearing his royal shirt, and he said, oh, here, have this one, and ripped his shirt off and gave it to him. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I was like, oh, my God, that kid. Because <laughs> I wanted it. I wanted to wear it. Later, you know, before he died, it was like he, he'd gotten rid of all of his stuff. Seriously, didn't it seem like there was hardly anything in his, in his apartment? Mm-hmm. He had hardly anything. Well, I really appreciate you guys coming out and talking about this. And Thanks for having us. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. And that was the Saludo family talking about the life of Anthony Saludo and the installation of a ghost bike rack at City Market Park. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Northeast Newscast. I'm Elizabeth Orozco.